that's a growler. Hello everybody, it's Wednesday and we're back again. Welcome to the Never Ending Minute where we analyze, scrutinize, and what's in the skies? The movie, The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howitt. I'm Tony Steele. Welcome back, our guest Ryan. Good job. Right that time I had to pause, stop myself. <laughs> the Rad Ryan. <laughs> You'll refer to me as Dr. Rad. I'm just going to start calling him Rad. It no. works easier. When I said that Rad Ryan, I was like, I feel like I need that do 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 noise that I'm like, talk radio. Brad, Brad, Ryan. Brad, Ryan. Max Headroom it. I understood that reference. Most people that watch or listen to this podcast should get that reference. It's okay if you didn't. Yes. Just throwing that out there. We welcome all listeners. <laughs> um, today we're welcoming you to talk about Minute 42 of The NeverEnding Story, which starts with the Treyu literally crawling miserably in the Swamp of Sadness. And it ends with him reaching up as a white streak appears majestically out of the clouds. And the wolf closes in on him. Oh. Well, I got a little uh, dramatic there, Tierney. It's, it's a very dramatic minute, and also there is literally no dialogue in this minute. So I don't have quite as many notes as I did for the My other. My first note, cue the 80s music montage. Oh, yeah. 80s music's <laughs> back. We're getting a traveling montage that maybe goes 15 feet. It's awesome. <laughs> but it's so epic. Those 15 feet are very, like, intense. Trials upon trials Atreyu is going through here. Poor Noah Hathaway. Can you just imagine Wolfgang Peterson like shouting through a megaphone like, Trudge! Trudge! No collapse! <laughs> Crawl! That's not trudging. This <laughs> is trudging. Oh. I, ha- I have to ask you a very adult question, Tierney. Are you, are you prepared? What? what? Does Atreyu in this minute make you feel dirty? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm very sad that his pretty hair is no more. His hair is officially now disgusting, and I am no longer jealous of it. He is literally dirty. I don't know if you've been keeping up, Ryan, but we just recently saw him in his pristineness at the Ivory Tower, and he was gorgeous and beautiful. Flipping all over the place. He was glowing. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, um, it's it's not glowing in this minute, but I started to have a theory a while back when we were talking about entering the swamp of Swamps of Sadness. And we were saying, like, the Auron is kind of making him continue on. Like, even when he feels down, he must keep going. And all of a sudden, I was like, that starts to get really dark really quickly when you think about it. Like, he is forced to continue on his quest. He doesn't, I mean, in this minute, like, he does not want to keep going, but that's all he can do. Even though it's 10,000 miles and he knows there's no hope of making it, he's still putting one foot in, Like I said, he's literally crawling at one point. Ryan, are you with us? We lost Ryan for a little bit there, but he made his way back to us. And normally I would take some time and edit this out, but there are some comic gold in here that I thought you guys might enjoy. So we left it in and enjoy. 
Oh, you're back. Oh, my uh, gosh. Guys, hey, I am so back. sorry about that. Um, uh, my neighborhood is, like, having a bunch of internet issues. Like, everyone's getting dropped, so I don't know what's Whoa. going on. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't don't worry. It's no problem at all. It's not you your fault. You miss me being insightful. No one will ever believe me now. <laughs> I thought maybe I called you Brad again and you left. <laughs> well, I don't even have your number, so it's like, I'm. I, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I either thought I got mad about the Brad thing... Or I'm in a corner crying because I had to watch the Gamork like 16 times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no, my first thing was because I had this whole thing about how the Orin had turned Atreyu into a zombie and he was forced to continue <laughs> going on. And then, uh, and then I stopped talking and it was just like dead silence. And I was like, guys! <laughs> well, I had, I had let in something in asking you a question. And then you didn't answer, but it didn't have the cast thing up, so I didn't see that you were gone. And, so and I'm just, like, like, monologuing over in the corner. Like, wait, Tierney, he's gone. Stop. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I it, it, it seems like my internet is really slow right now. I I can't guarantee that I'm not going to drop again, um, but I'm willing to give okay. it another shot and pick up where we're at um, if you guys are. All right, we yeah, can go ahead and we'll, we'll do that. See. Yeah. We'll see what we can get. Uh, we'll let... Thomas, have some fun in the editing room, figuring out where things should go. Chop and chop. It's really easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just talking about a tray like collapsing into the mud at the end here. But we get this intercutting between him and Gamork. And I'm sorry, because we're going to see a lot of Gamork. He's running so hard. Whoa. He's panting noise. He's like really trying. So yeah, Brad, we, we, we got you through the last. Oh, I yeah. did it again. Jesus. <laughs> Wow. Well, in, wow. in in my defense this time, Brad just sent me a message on Never Ending Minute, so <laughs> that's not my fault. I was were actually his, Were his ears burning? Can he like hear he's like, <laughs> someone has been saying my name a lot. I actually I was asked actually my, reading yeah. his name. I actually <laughs> asked my wife to, to to ping Brad to then ping <laughs> you and tell you what had happened. So. I think I'm justified this time. He actually messaged me while I was saying that. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. So. <laughs> Ryan. How you doing over there, buddy? Okay. So, Ryan, okay? we, we got you through the last minute with, with the uh, jump scare. But now you get some prolonged exposure. Yeah, it's, I don't know if I'm necessarily ready for it, but, you know, I'm going to... But it's set to awesome 80s montage music. It is. The yes. the the, uh, the score is absolutely incredible in this. It, it it really gets you pumped. There's this deep thrum into it, and then I, there's this drum beat that... The only way I can describe this drum beat... I know you guys are probably going to watch the minute on the minute, the Listener Society, but the only way I can describe this drum beat is it's the same drum beat that was used when Goose died in Top Gun. <gasps> also Why would cried. you mention that? <laughs> it's just that... It's the same as the drum beat in the Goose. I actually went and listened to it again when I was researching for this to make sure I was right in my recall. And yes, it's the same drum beat. Why do you want to make me cry on a Wednesday? Hey, if Brad ha Oh my god! You, if you Ryan know, has to be terrified, then you get to deal with this drum beat. <laughs> I'm being le I'm less scared because you're calling me Brad, and I'm like, Brad's not scared of anything. So like, 
type of therapy. We haven't done this one yet. I'm still not very good at it, apparently. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! And we get we get the musical cue change and the cut out and the hey, lighting. You're moving oh way too fast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what do you think about this trudging, Ryan? I uh, I like it because um, as terrified as I am with running with uh, the Gamork right now, it calls you back to the super fresh scene where um, um, Artex dies, and you know you know he's uh, Atreus is succumbing to the Swamp of Sadness, but he knows what happens if you uh, if you let it overtake you. He doesn't want to suffer the same fate as his friend. And one thing I found really interesting about this scene, even as a young terrified man, and it's it's probably the scariest part is Atreyu has no idea that Gamork is hunting him. True. And he he's yeah. totally oblivious and the only thing is driving him is he doesn't want to die. He wants to complete his mission and he sees these clouds open up and he doesn't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's the only thing that he it's the only option he has. Right. So um, I always thought that was pretty, you know, fascinating. The fact that he didn't know that he was being hunted by this, you know, beast of flesh and teeth and glowing green eyes and stuff. You know, you miss Tierney's dialogue on <laughs> the Orin actually driving Atreyu through this against his will, even like his will is given up, but the Orin won't let him give it up. So yeah. he's like being zombified by the, or in to be pushed forward. <laughs> Not that I take issue with that, but the only time that we've seen the power of the Orin is when it glows. Is that is that correct? Is do we see it glow or do you think it's just We haven't seen it glow yet. That is the explanation for how he doesn't sink when Artax dies, is because he has the Orin on. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and I I just because it's been brought up and I know it's controversial, he is not allowed like it's not his place to put the Orin on Artax. So no, he couldn't have just put the Orin on Artax and saved him. As much as we would all like that to be true. Hmm. Tierney, I want you to go to second oh what second am I at? Fifty-six. Um fifty-six? Yes. Brad doesn't like this. <laughs> what does Ryan think? <laughs> oh Ryan's my. gone. Ryan left. Ryan's not coming back. <laughs> Well, I'm talking about the later part of 56, I guess, because there are two images there. Okay. The one with... I see some blurry teeth. With a tree's face looking up. Oh, yeah. And like, it's just, he's got the, the mud the on him? in his nose. Uh, his hair is actually still partially dry, but he's almost yeah down to his mouth in this mud now. Yep. It's almost the end of a Atreyu. But now, Ryan, that synth you... music would never lead us wrong. True. The mu the music cues tell us all. Don't worry. It's actually one of my notes. Don't worry, kids. The music is telling us it's going to be okay. It's done that before. Good job. I want, I want to postulate something to you guys in the in the manner of uh, Katie's question. Why isn't Gamork affected by the swamp? Gamork um, is pure evil. Well, no, I think that's a great question. See, um, it's all about the swamp overcoming your will. Okay. And just because you're, you know, a good person and you you have good intentions, you know, you, you just don't have to be a good person. You can be an evil person and have a will to succeed and have a mission. And uh, he has a very, very direct, a very strong will and purpose in this film. And it's unwavering. I mean, he is, mm -hmm. he uh, is very focused on his end goal and that's to uh, kill Mudboy. <laughs> Mudboy. 
I think we just found a new name for Atreyu. How do you feel about that? Does that make you feel dirty, Tierney? It is not going to be much longer until you can't make these jokes anymore, and I'm looking forward to that day. But it's not so I, yet. <laughs> I really like the use of lighting here. How when even when it's before you sh- see the sky, mm-hmm. you see Atreyu turning this orangish reddish color from the sky opening up. And I know as a child, I was taught that red fiery clouds were probably bad. <laughs> oh, California. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, a I California thing. Is it? Red billowy clouds are not a bad thing? Um, it depends on the time of day. Red sky at night, sailor's delight. True. You know, I do have one note here, Tierney. We've discussed this before, but this sky effect that they use, I know that before we were kind of perplexed about how they did it. Apparently, I I found out that what they did is this is dye in water. Ooh. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, this is die rolling in water, and then they're just using lights on the other side to get the right effects that they want. Oh my but, god! Yeah, this is That's a liquid. Genius. These are liquid liquid clouds. Yeah, that's a really good call. That's so cool, and I love the idea of it's just lights on the other side doing it. That's even right, better. like a, just a red flashlight on that yeah. side to make it turn red. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. And they make it look so massive. And if it is die in water, then like maybe it was just in like this little like four square inch little box, you know, like it was like super tiny. I imagine like an aquarium. Yeah. Yeah. But still, yeah. Cause then when you blow it up, it will look more like true clouds. And you've got to, you would, you wouldn't want the water to be too small because the dye would dilute or not dilute. Mm. uh, What's the word when it becomes part of the water, it just mixes in, Um, dissolve. Oh, okay. The dye would dissolve. Dilute is very close. To Brad. (laughs) To Brad in the water. Oh, is this the, is, is that a verb? Yes. <laughs> when two things become oh mixed together into one. <laughs> you, got like where I, you, you got where I was going with that. Okay. Okay. How far can we take this in 10 years? Will there, not 10 years, but will there be people like, when you write your own wedding vows, be like, we, you know, two, two become one. I, I want to Brad. <laughs> <laughs> so if you watch the end of this minute with the sound off it is fairly intensive and intense and the adrenaline builds and it gets it's pretty scary it is you've got these quick so cuts. loud <laughs> you've got these quick cuts back to the wolf to betray you to the wolf to the sky to betray you to the wolf to the sky it's really quick and really intense but then if you turn the music up you hear this light, soft music, and you know, you know, you don't have to be afraid. It kind of gives it all up. I was, I was a little bit disappointed in that. No, this is a very loud minute for a minute in which no one talks, and the only noise is a wolf panting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that tonight when you sleep, Ryan. That night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you guys have seen the movie Elf. Yes, yeah. many okay. times. You know the part where he's testing the Jack in the Boxes. Where he's like, Charum. that's e- exactly how this minute was for me. Like, I'm like, I go watch it again. I'm like, oh, okay. oh God. <laughs> you just gave me the best image in my mind I can have. He is, though. Gamorka's like, 
I don't know. Like, he's always lurking on the end, edge of my subconscious, you know? Like, <laughs> any fear that I have. Like, there's just a big, black, hairy, scary, glowing-eyed wolf. It's like, if if my fears as a kid manifested in anything, it was totally this, this character. Oh. Well, Ryan, I'll let you know, you were not the only one that was terrified of this. This wolf scared me as a child, too. Un- Fortunately, I got to deal with my fear like five minutes ago <laughs> in the podcast oh. because we had him in this cave and the lightning was lo- flashing in the cave and the cave was apparently giving birth to him, according to Tierney. And somehow <laughs> that alleviated Not my sorry. fears completely. <laughs> Ooh, the wolf monologues. It like was that. a whole, it was the a whole symbolism monologues. thing. <laughs> oh, God. I was going to say a real thing. <laughs> Crap. What was it? No, I thought you were going to say uh, just a few minutes ago, because you've got, like, dramatic thunder going on over there. So if you looked over your shoulder, are you sure there aren't any, like, wolf heads on sticks in your <laughs> house? <laughs> there might be. So my last question for the minute, why are these clouds red? What is it about what's coming out of those clouds that's making them red? Do you think it it was just because the dye worked and it looked cool? <laughs> because really, like, when here's the thing. like. I was so terrified when the when the sky was opening up. I still didn't know whether to be scared or to be happy that he was getting saved. But the music definitely gave it away. But like, why red clouds? It totally looks cool. And but like, could they not do white? Did that not work with the dye? Like, I I could not answer you. Like, I had the same question. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I wonder if they needed the contrast so you'd see, see the Falcor. white streak coming out. Yeah, yeah. it could be yellow because it's it's. The sun, it's, it's the first light that we've seen in the swamp, period, at all, since we entered the swamp. Right. It has been that gray, misty, no So maybe light. it's just the power of luck shining through. Maybe luck has a red tint and we didn't know it. I just, I think it, it, that's where he breaks through and he, and Atreyu is seeing the rest of the world, essentially. I could see that. Like he's been totally shut off for a minute and yeah. this is like a small portal to the lit world. Yeah. Especially the way it lights his face. Right. I mean, that's pretty direct. I, I can go with that. Yeah. I I like it. I don't think I have to ask this question, but Ryan, are you ready to move on to a different minute? <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's get after it, you know? <laughs> you know, I, I do want to give you credit for continuing to come back. I, that is very brave of you. Well, Knowing you. we're going to torture you more. It's fine. I appreciate it's, it. Both with Gamork and calling you the wrong name. I was going to say, very rad of you, Ryan. That's <laughs> oh. <laughs> what I do here all week. All right, so there's something white in the sky here, but I can't quite tell what it is. If you come back tomorrow, we'll find out. But that's That's another another story. story. That shall be told another time. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler. I'm keeping your bones.